Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. So talk to me, it's Bobby. Uh, I did something really stupid, uh, T.K. Um, I was, I've been married 12 years, and, um, for the most part, you know, uh, it's been a very good marriage. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off by telling you some of the things that I did wrong in the marriage, or I don't. Well, yeah. I, I just I, all right. So when I, I met my my wife in March of 2010, and at the time yeah. um, I was seeing a young lady, but it was actually you know it was a very casual you know dating relationship. She got pregnant about the month that I met my wife and uh-huh. it was a casual relationship. I wasn't sure if the child was mine. So once my wife and I started dating and started getting a little serious, I told her, I, you know, I said it was a young lady that I used to date that is pregnant. That is a good possibility that it could be my child. As time um, went on, TK, uh, my wife and I really started to hit it off Um me and the young lady that were pregnant were like at odds and we were going in different directions. So I want to say my wife and I, we moved in together maybe after about nine months. We got engaged after about a year and then married the following year. Um, fast forward, the young lady has the baby. It does turn out to be mine. But my wife is telling me things like, you know, when I get married, I want me and my husband to start off, you know, fresh having children together. She was basically, uh-huh. me, she did not want to marry someone who had children already. Uh-huh. So, I want to say I hid the child from her for maybe six months, TK. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't you know. You know, reveal the fact that I had a child. So, right. One day, my wife and I are in the house, and you know how TK instead of turning your laptop off, you can simply just fold it down, right? So that when you flip it back up, whatever is on there is going to pop back up, right? TK, she flipped that laptop up and saw me and that baby mom and that baby, and uh, my wife's name is Danielle. I just just say. She turned into Danielle Mayweather that day, and, you know, wow. took, took a couple, you know, left hooks to the face, but I bought that TK. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I let her get it off. Um, now, around this time, like, all my lives were, like, falling apart, TK, because what happened was the young lady, um, I'm from Philadelphia, as I told you, and okay. the young, young lady that I had pregnant was from Michigan. She's from Lansing, mm-hmm. Michigan. So when her and I, when she started seeing that I wasn't going to, you know, be with her, she decided to move back to Michigan. Okay. So this is actually what I wanted to hear at the time, you know, because I'm hitting it off with my wife. So right. I'll never forget, TK, when she gets back to Michigan, she's there about two weeks, and she calls me. And she was like, Charles, I got good news. I'm like, well, what's the good news? She was like, well, I got hired with the school district of Philadelphia. And I'm like, huh? She's like, yeah, I'm going to come back and we're going to be a family. And I'm like, what? So (laughs) she she comes back. (laughs) Um, So now, um, you know, date my wife. I'm dating the baby mom. I'm sneaking around with both of them. Um, So like I said, my wife flips over that laptop. Sees the pictures of me and a baby mama, and you know, you know, I have to tell her at this point, I'm like, yeah, it's right. my baby. Listen, that I'm sorry, I let you down. I said, babe, the reason I lied is because you are the best thing that happened to me. And I was one of them guys, TK. I was 37 before I started having children. Mm-hmm. So you know, I was you know, I was much older. I had did um, some state time in Pennsylvania. I did about five years off and on, so, like, all my time, okay. I was basically running wild, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, 
Once now, I hid the fact that I was married from the baby mama, TK. So I want to say the mm. same week, the same week that my wife discovered the pregnancy, um, me and my baby mama had an argument, and uh, like I had caught her like texting some guys or something like that. So I told her, "Okay, you want to sneak around and you know?" Because I kept catching her TK for some reason dating married men. I said, well, okay. since you hell been on dating all these married men, I said, you know, you date another one now. I said, you my mistress. And um, I revealed to her the fact that I was married, TK. So um, long story short, as soon as she finds out that I'm married, she starts playing with my son as far as me having visiting time with him. Um. I, automatically, I automatically get put in for t- uh, child support, TK. Mm-hmm. So this is a real rocky point of like 2011. So my wife forgives me, TK, um, but the baby mama is, like, devastated that I had this child. So instead of seeing my son whenever I want, TK, she's playing games. I see him every other weekend for an hour and a half. I mean, it got really ridiculous. So I immediately, um, you know, filed for custody. And, TK, I thought criminal cases were expensive, them custody cases, man, they are ten times more. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. So, I got to tell you, TK, around this time, a gentleman that I had, um, you know, been doing business with, he died. So my financials, like, it was very rocky and unstable. Mm-hmm. And the thing that uh, struck me about my wife is normally, TK, if I'm with a female and the financials ain't what it used to be, they will leave. But not my wife. She held it down. She would even help me when it came to paying for these attorneys for this custody thing. Mm-hmm. So it was a long, let me see. Okay. Uh, my wife and I get pregnant. Like, I get my wife pregnant because here, here was my rationale, TK. I got to hurry up and get my wife pregnant so my baby mom looks like she has one up on my wife. Right. Okay. So... Baby mama is playing games. Uh, she feels some type of way about the baby and me getting married. So, like I said, I, I get into a long custody battle. Okay. I basically the courts are so backed up in Philadelphia, TK at the time. If you if somebody filed for custody, it might take you two years to weave through the courts. So, right. in the two, um, let's just say in, those, in that interim of two years, TK. She would keep my son from me for months at a time, like six months. Wow. And then some days, one day I would just get a call out the blue, and she'd be like, look, you know what, Charles, I'm not going to play this game. This is your son. I'm not going to um, keep him from you. And what would happen, TK, she would almost use the she would use the son as, like, a bargaining chip, but she also used, like, sex. And, like, because what happened is when she would come back into my life with the son, we would get back involved, and I, she was basically, you know, we were having relations, and I think she thought I would go back with her. But, but she was still fucking it. Yeah, yeah, she can. Yeah, yeah, I see right yeah. through that. You still, see, you can't, yeah. can't play both sides of that fence because mm-hmm. it'll collapse on you out of nowhere. Okay. And you could have easily worked it out if you didn't keep fucking the baby mama. Even mm-hmm. when your baby, your wife found out that you had a kid, you still was fucking the baby mama, though. Yeah. And that's why you had to kind of save face and take the punches that she was giving you mm-hmm. because you knew you were guilty. Mm-hmm. And, 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 but keep going. Keep going. I'm going to let you finish. Okay. So, um, all right, so I get back involved with the baby mama and uh, TK. Like, I know sometimes the people you talk to, you, you let them send you pictures. I'm going to send you the pictures of the baby mama. You tell me if you could have just walked away from it. But anyway. Um, you probably fine. Not, Y'all feel like niggas be I mean, I, some bad bitches. Yeah, you you know we got to have most game in the world, TK. You know what right, I mean? But, right. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm dating them both again, TK. And... Hmm. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife get pregnant with our second child. 
So, TK, I'm the type of guy that I know I, don't have no, I ain't the smartest guy in the world, but I'll talk to my OG. Hey, I was getting ready to say that. I was getting ready yeah. to say. So, I, I, I called. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> See, what else you doing wrong? Your money's not really right, and I already know. But you keep nutting these girls, mm-hmm. putting yourself in financial danger. Mm-hmm. Financial danger. Mm-hmm. Two babies with the wife, mm-hmm. one baby with the with the mistress. Yeah. But go on, yeah. I, I'm, I'm filling now, the case at, again. Okay. Right. Now here, here's 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 the thing, TK. Around the time that my wife and I are having the second baby, you no know, things are really good financially, and that's why it's much easier to juggle both of them. You know, the baby mom is happy, um, the wife is happy. Okay, so once I get my wife pregnant, I don't tell my baby mama. So my guys are like, look, man, you got to keep it 100. You got to tell her. And I'm like, huh? He's like, yeah, man, you got to keep it real. I said, man, they was like, tell her. TK, I told her. And um, once I told her, man, like, sex stopped and she was, you know, devastated. I'm telling her what she wants to hear, TK. You know, I'm going to leave my wife. We're going to go back to being together again. Because... Episode, I'm going to stop. You ever see this episode and I said that women are sensitive? See, a lot of women will say, just keep it real with me. Mm-hmm. Just tell me the truth. I can handle it. Mm-hmm. But you can't, yo. No. If you're going to no. be a player, you got to lie. Like, yeah. if you would have kept it to yourself, you probably would have got away with it. I believe so. But you shot yourself hurt. in the foot because you sure look at the other guy. See, most, most people say, oh, man, if you're a real player, you're supposed to keep it real. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're supposed to tell all the bitches are supposed to know about each other. All the women are supposed to know about each other. Mm-hmm. But that's not so, true. Yeah. So listen. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, Were you finished? Yeah, yes. I'm finished, my man. Okay. All right. So listen. So at the time, TK... My baby mama is living in New Jersey. So when I tell her about the second child and all that, we get into this huge argument, TK. And um, the baby mama is the type that she'll swing on you in a minute. So she swung on me. I'm trying to grab her. Like, it it, it gets real ugly. So I'm like, look, you know, we're both going to need to calm down. I was like, I'm going to call you in a couple of weeks. Now, at the time, TK, my wife and I done moved down to North Carolina because I'm telling you, like, okay. things are going very good. TK, I get to North Carolina, and I wake up the following morning, TK, I got U.S. Marshals surrounding my house. I'm like, man, what the fuck? So I go to the door, and, um, you know, I let them in. They come in. I'm like, what's this about? They was like, um... You kidnapped somebody in New Jersey. And I'm like, what? They were like, yeah, you kidnapped somebody in New Jersey. TK. I got a million dollar bail in North Carolina. Um, which I was gonna make that, but they were basically telling me that it's a fugitive warrant. And they was like, if you make this bail down in North Carolina, New Jersey can still lock you up. So I spent two weeks in North Carolina, TK. But why are you uh, getting locked up for that? What happened? Listen, my baby mama makes up this story that I beat her up and kidnapped her, TK. Whoa. So she was like, like she really like lost it after I had this second baby. So mind you, TK, I, now um, I get up to New Jersey and I got to sit a week there before I can even see a judge. Well, what? Yeah, it took me about four or five days to see a judge up in New Jersey. Right. So they set my, my bill at a quarter million dollars, TK. I make the bail the next day, all right? When I make the bail, my baby mama that already moved back to Michigan, TK. Now, we're talking about a month that went by. She done moved back to Michigan. So right. I'm like, cool. I, but in my mind, TK, I don't care if I'm right or if I'm wrong. But a woman call a cop to me, that's old. It's, you, ain't, you ain't got to worry about seeing me no more. Right, right. So, now, this is the baby's mama, not the wife. Right. Now, okay. Now, this is another thing I had to say to my wife's credit, TK. At the time, things were going very well. She could have stepped off 
and then her because I was wrong to even doing this dumb dating shit behind her back and being alone for my baby mama and giving her time to line me up. But she right. didn't steal nothing from me, TK. She came up. She immediately flew up to New Jersey, bailed me out. Um, she kept saying, I don't know if I want to be married to you anymore because I don't trust you, but I'm not going to leave you in jail. So uh-huh. she was like, the only way I'm going to continue this relationship, TK, is if we go to counseling. Okay? So we start off going to counseling, and the therapist uh, is listening to us, and she's like, Charles, I'm listening to you and your wife, and you have a lot of unresolved issues with your father and things that happened to you in Philadelphia. I think that I need to see you alone. So I start going to therapy alone, TK, and ain't gonna lie, it starts working. Like I'm, I'm different. Um, I'm treating my wife different. Uh-huh. So, TK, this is crazy. The damn therapist starts having feelings for me, TK. Like, I don't know <laughs> what. <laughs> but, but now, now listen, TK. I tell her how I've been incarcerated in the past, and I must have had so much polish on me, TK, that she couldn't believe it. So right. I was telling her about the arrest. And I'm, now, now, listen, TK, this is going to be my third damn strike. And Jersey was trying to give me 30 years with an 85. Right. So this shit went on for two years then. You want to talk about a motherfucking stress? I was stressed, stressed. But like I said, my wife stayed with me. And TK, it got so bad with me going to court. You know how, like, you would have to fly in to go to court? Like, every other, like I had to fly up to Jersey every other week to go to court. I'm paying, right. you know, my lawyers, you know, 1500 every month. Like, that That went on for two years straight, TK. Right. Now, my baby mama's got me on supervised visitation. So every other weekend, I got to fly up to Philly, have a supervised visit in a courthouse with my son. Like, it was really a lot. She had to move back with her parents because it was just too much back and forth from North Carolina, T. Right. You know, nothing will fuck up your money quicker than a case. Right. So, right. I'm paying my lawyers, but the case ain't going nowhere. The, the, the lowest mm-hmm. offer I think they offered me was a 10, 10 years with 85, TK. Right. And now, I, I couldn't. Because yeah. they think that you hit your baby's mama? Yeah, they think that I hit her and that, um, you know, she said that I, I took her on a ride and just wouldn't let her out of the car. Now, the only thing that okay. saved me, TK. I'm you there. I'm going huh? to pause you right there. Okay. Now, you are talking to T to the motherfucking K. Yeah. You hit that girl, yo. Yeah. Yeah, well, look, like I said, T, I admit it. Let me understand. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. The reason why I say you hit her because they offer you a deal so they have proof that you hit her. So let me finish before you answer. Mm-hmm. So what I want to ask you is why did you hit her? Okay. She hit me several times and she kept grabbing on me. And basically when she got like this, we were in a car, TK. I don't know if you're familiar with Wawa's that is up in New Jersey. When she kept getting all physical like that, I pull into the Wawa, TK. And I mm-hmm. I tell her, I'm like, look, get out of my car. I'm like, you got to get out of my car. So when she don't get out of my car, TK, I smell something funny. So you know what I do? I go on my iPhone and... You know how you can record a conversation on your iPhone? Right. I'm asking, I'm like, you got to get out of my car. You got to get out of my car. And she was like, no, I'm not getting out of the car. So I get back in the car, and we just drive around for two hours, TK. Now, what happened was when it came time to go to court, the first lawyers that I had were from Philly. I want to know why you hit her. You said you want to know why I hit her? Yeah, why you hit her? She was grabbing me around my neck as I'm trying to drive, TK. Listen, I'm, this is what I'm going to say. I was totally wrong, and at the time I did that, I was like, Okay, that's me. what I want you to say. Okay. That's what I'm okay. trying to get out of you. Because yeah. when uh, – let me, let me slow down, slow down. The reason why I said that to you, because you left that part out in your conversation when you was explaining your situation. Okay, yeah. And it all comes down to church because what's going on here – is that what I try to do when I talk to people is make sure you keep it 100% and you kept it to 90, you kept it to 97. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure you always talk 100%. So yeah. 
So, don't continue. Continue. All right. So, as I'm fighting the case with the first lawyer, I'm like, look, I, she's telling the prosecution that I kept her in the car for two hours. I said, but I didn't mm. keep her in the car for two hours. I said, man, she was in the car maybe three minutes, and I told her to get out. And I said, I recorded the conversation. And I was like, can't we pull a surveillance camera from the Wawa? And he was like, yeah. So he, but he, this is what he told me. He said, no, you can't, you can't record somebody without their permission. So the case drug on, no, listen, TK, I hired another lawyer out of New Jersey, Saul Steinberg. He's the best lawyer in, in the South Jersey Camden area. I tell him. Okay. Said, yeah, White guy with beard? Yeah, yep. So, I think I know you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I okay. think I used that motherfucker for a case, but go ahead. Yeah, so he said, no, Charles. He said, if, if you, if somebody's in the car with you, you can record them. He said, what you can't do is you can't record a conversation in a car unless you are in there. So he said, anything that you recorded is admissible as long as you were there. So I give him the tape of me asking her to get out of the car. He hires an investigator to go to Wawa and shows her in Wawa with her arm around me and us hugging and everything, and then she don't have a scratch or a mark on her because what she tried to do, TK, is say she had all these um, injuries and all, but he hired another investigator that found that when she went to the hospital, she didn't have no injuries. You know what I'm saying? So it was all coached on her to try. So here's the other interesting thing, TK. This all happened in August that she ran back to Michigan. Guess right. what happened in December in Michigan? Baby mom got married, TK. Like, she lined me up with this fight to make it seem like she was in fear for her life, but she had already met a dude online and had planned to marry him. See, when I told her about wow. that baby, yeah, when I told her about wow. that baby, TK, she said, look, I knew once you had that second baby that you was never leaving your wife for me. You know what I'm saying? And what she did was she concocted this plan. And, you know, we think with the little one, they think with the big one, TK. She made plans to go back and marry this dude. You know what I'm saying? So the but case what is I'm this, saying from her point, what I'm saying from her point, you didn't want to let her go. So she had to do something to get you off her back. And she had to do it in extreme, meaning she could have just told you, but she didn't. Mm-hmm. But she put this thing together to make sure that she got you off her back. Because here's the fact. Even though you was kicking with the baby mama and the wife, mm-hmm. you was pursuing both of them. Yeah. You was pursuing the baby, we was on the baby mom as well, and you like both of them. There's no, when you talk to me, there's no law. I get it. I understand. You like both of them. You wanted both of them. They both of them, both of them are probably drop dead gorgeous, and you were just trying to do your thing. But it wasn't fucking worth it, was it, yo? That's all. And that's the thing. It wasn't worth it. And the only things that was getting you in trouble is that you was nothing in the women. See, mm-hmm. when the babies came, there's when all the confusion started. Because mm-hmm. one felt they was well-possessed. I got something on this person. I got something on him. I got his child. And that really makes some women feel really special when they have your kids, especially if you're a fly nigga. You seem like you're a fly nigga. But... Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead, go ahead. I'm, 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 I'm putting it all together as you talk. But go ahead. Okay. So let's see where this is going. Basically, the, remember the therapist woman that I had told you. Oh well, here's here. Um, now I'm telling you what saved me from the case. The day okay. that my baby mom and I were arguing so bad, TK, I said, "Look, let's have a neutral party talk about this, and we'll try to mediate this." So I takes my baby mama to the therapist. Okay. So when it's all Winds his way, starts going through the course. The therapist was like, Charles, you got a serious case. She was like, is there anything I can do um, to help you? And I told Jeffrey Zuck, I said, look, my therapist asked if she could help us with the case. And he was like, no, don't do that. He's like, that's going to mess things up. So right. the, case, the case isn't going anywhere, TK. So I tell the therapist, I said, look, I'm being set up. I said, this case is draining my marriage, my money, like everything. Like, I'm fucked up now. 
so she was like, Charles, listen, my best friend is the head of the prosecutor's office down there. And she was like, she comes to my house like every weekend for dinner. She's like, why don't you let me talk to her and see what I can do? So that was on a Friday, TK. I'll never forget that Monday I get an email from my attorney. He was like, look, Charles, I got good news. He was like, they're going to dismiss the charges and um, you're basically going to have a fine. So I'm like, what? He was like, yeah. So, TK, I called the therapist, and I'm like, what happened? She was like, I called the prosecutor. She listened to them damn tapes herself. She looked at that tape where y'all all hugged up. And then you got to remember, TK, the day that she claimed that I beat her up and kidnapped her is the same right. day we were at her office for therapist. So my therapist knew it was bullshit because she was like, there's no right. way he could have beat her like that. And she not be crying or have some marks. And even my son was with us, TK. So she advocated But I'm confused me. now. You did say you did hit her because no, she No, no, no. But TK, when I say I hit her, it's like, say somebody's grabbing you around your neck. Okay, TK, so what, okay, wait, you, wait, wait, wait. So what you're saying is you hit her, but not what she said. She claimed you beat her the fuck up, but you did no. hit her. When I hit her, I said I pushed her off. Now, here's, here's where I really got blessed. The whole okay. incident was covered on the surveillance camera. See, when awesome. everything happened, the prosecution was saying, oh, there's no video. But my lawyer hired an investigator, and they pulled the damn uh, video. Okay. And that's what it. I wanted to – and that's what I'm asking, right? And the reason why yeah. I asked that question, because when you said hit, mm-hmm. I assumed that it was a hit hit. But you mean hit, like pushed her off. I yeah. didn't beat her. She didn't have a swollen no. eye. She didn't right. have a right. broken jaw or a broken Nothing. arm. You know, what she did was she took something that was small and exaggerated. Mm-hmm. Okay. And made it a mountain. Right. Okay, okay. go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. The case the case goes away, uh, TK. Um, I stay up in Jersey probably another two years because my mother had gotten real sick at the time. So okay. my mother passes away, TK. I moved back to North Carolina. And my wife and I are living our best life, TK. Uh, we traveling everywhere. We have a third baby. Um, wow. Last, last year, okay? Mm-hmm. Things are going good. But what happened with me, TK, I was very spiritual coming up young. I was in a nation of Islam at a very young age, um, converted to Sunni Islam. But things, I don't know how much you, well, see, you, you, got, you got family for, I know, the cold feet was your family. You you know how the, the culture in Philly and North Jersey is with the Muslims and us being attached to right, them and all. Right. I had gotten away from going to the mosque and to the masjid, TK, because I felt like it was making me a, a better criminal. So I mm-hmm. stopped going. So my wife kind of got used to me not going to the mosque. My, mosque. my wife is basically an atheist, TK. You know what I mean? She don't really pray and believe it, have a... God fear consciousness, but I I never really had a problem with that. But okay. I noticed once we moved back down to North Carolina, I started getting back active in the mosque. TK, she seemed like she was uncomfortable with it, and I I, I got to tell you everything I did wrong. TK, I basically there was a Muslim sister that I met in our development. She we have a pool in, in the development, and one day I was out there with my children, and you know when I see a Muslim sister guard up, I give her the salams. Now, this was a sister from Pakistan, and normally them Arabs don't mess with us, TK, but I don't know what I said or how I said it, but i never forget that first day we had the pool. She was like, listen, Tom Lincoln, uh, if you ever need anybody to help you or watch your children, um, you know, I'll help you and take my phone number. So that taking her phone number, TK, turned into me having relations with her. And I think my wife... What happened was her and my wife became friends after that. We would go over to dinner to each other's houses. So I want to say three months ago, TK, um, I'm talking in kind of circles, but when I met my wife, TK, she wasn't a Muslim, so she ate pork and things like that. As the relationship right. progressed, I noticed if we went to a restaurant and they didn't have turkey or beef bacon, my wife wouldn't eat it. So I want to say 90 days ago, you know how you have an Apple Watch or Apple tablet and, like, your text messages will come up in the watch or the tablet even if you're not near it? Uh-huh. One day, 
one day I did some sucker shit to you. The phone was like blowing up and I could see the text messages. And I saw messages where all of her friends were ordering breakfast together. And they asking my wife what she wants. And she says, you know, she she's basically eating pork, TK. And I felt some type of way, not that she ate it, but I just felt like she was being one way with me and one way with her friends at work. And she was deceiving me. So I, 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 was, I was upset about it, right? So mm-hmm. she comes in and we're, you know, we're talking about this whole pork thing. And she's like, look, I talked to uh, Omar, who's a Muslim brother from her job. Um, she was like, I talked to Omar about it, and he was saying that it's not a big deal about me eating pork, you know, like, based, based as his um, opinion. So okay. I want to say a week ago, TK, I'm going to the mall to meet one of my friends' uh, wives because what happened is I had left my ear pods in a car when I was in Philly. And when she, she was going to Atlanta, so she was like, look, when I pass through Charlotte, I'm going to give you your ear pods. So I tell my wife, look. Let's go pick up my property, and afterwards, let's go to dinner. So she says, okay, fine. So, KK, I get out my car and go get my AirPods. As I'm walking back to my car, I see a dude, like, walking up to my Jeep. And I got, like, it's not custom paint, but it's a rare color on there. Like, my car, like, you know know it's my car when you see it. So I see somebody walking to the passenger side of my car. So I go up to, like, intercept the dude. And I noticed it's the Muslim guy from her job. Okay. So, mind you, they only been out of work 30 minutes because we I picked up from work and we went straight to get my stuff. So right. I'm like, damn, I'm like, damn, boy. I'm like, you almost got your head taken off. I'm like, man, I ain't know who he was. And my wife jumps down. And she's like, yeah, you got to be careful. Like, that that would have been bad. So we all ha-ha and small talk it up, TK. But I'm, I'm not one of them Joe Familiar-ass dudes, TK. If I don't know a dude, I ain't going to sit there and talk to you. So I Exactly, right. I say, what's up, and get inside the car. She stays out there talking to this dude for 10 minutes, TK. Now, mind you, I'm sitting in the car. The kid is in the car, okay? Right. After 10 minutes of talking to this dude on, on the side of the car, she gets back in the car and says, he wants to talk to you. So I look over to my driver's side window, and he's over there. So I put the window down. I'm like, what's up? He's like, man, I just wanted to apologize uh, for not giving you the salam, Sun Lake, and brother. And um, I'm like, all right, wait, Sean. So he tries to, like, you know, small talk me some more. Um, we have, I don't know, maybe we talk about 30 seconds. So at the end of the conversation, he says something like, yeah, man, you got to keep your lady in check or something like that. I said, oh, yeah? I said, what you mean by that? He, was like, he, said, he said he just laughed it off and walked to his car. So, TK, the only reason I didn't act up right there because my children was in the car. Right, so, right. So listen, TK, we leave, we leave the area, and when I'm mad, TK, I'm really quiet. So my wife was like, the restaurant's right there. I said, I ain't say nothing. So she's like, what's wrong? She, I said, look, we're we going to talk when we get home. We're not going to the restaurant. The kid is now mad. We're not going to eat. I'm like, no. So we go home, and when I'm upset, TK, I like to leave because I got a short fuse sometimes. But my wife okay. is one of the people, if it's, if it's some type of heated exchange or argument, she wants to talk it out right there. So I'm like, look, if you want to talk to that nigga at work, I said, that's on your business. I said, but don't you ever talk to no nigga in front of me for no 10 minutes. I said, I found it disrespectful. And I said, you made me look crazy. I went to this sucker who's comfortable playing now. And to this, um, you made me look bad in front of the kids. Exactly. uh, It wasn't disrespectful. You being insecure. So then Uh, she starts Excuse my language, bitch. You got me fucked up. But go ahead. Okay, so she says, yeah, uh, it wasn't disrespectful. I'm being insecure, this, this, that. Um, you've talked to women, and I didn't trip, and all this kind of Now, I'm going to tell you what she brought up, TK. I like to take my wife and daughters to get manicures and get their nails done. And occasionally, you know, I get, it, I get a manicure, right? So one day I'm in the nail right. salon. It's a Spanish woman in there, um, and she's complaining to me how she ain't making enough money, she want to do her own thing. So, you know, see, I say, look, check this out. I want you to meet my wife. I said, maybe we can go in business together, open up our own salon. So we get cool, and her and my wife get cool, and same thing. We, we start going out trick-or-treating with their kids, and they'll – I don't play people coming to my house, but we would go to their house and, you know, just have dinner and stuff like that. But she starts telling me now that she had a problem with this. So I'm like, babe, why would you tell me two years later that you had a problem with something? So 
she still like fighting me on this being disrespectful, TK. So uh-huh. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, um, you know, forget it. I'm gonna leave. So again, TK, I call my OGs, Muslims up in Philly, and I even called a Muslim uh, from North Carolina, and they was like, brother, that was disrespectful. And he was like, my email was like, it was even more disrespectful from the Muslim brother because he know he not supposed to speak to another Muslim's wife. He was like, right. but your wife, he was like, your wife opened the door for this stuff. And how she opened the door for this is when I got mad at her for eating the pork, she goes telling our business to this dude. So, TK, I leave the house. I'm going about two hours. When I come back, my wife is, like, on her laptop. And I'm like, look, we're going to talk this out again. So I don't know if you know um, Gene Deal that used to be Puff Bodyguard. Yeah, sure do. Okay, Gene is a good friend of mine. So Gene knows okay. me and my wife. So right. I was like, check this out. I said, call any man that you know and ask him what you did was disrespectful. So she was like, no. She was like, call one of your friends. So I called Gene. So I got Gene on the FaceTime. Gene is trying to diffuse the situation, but my wife is like mad now, like screaming, TK. And she keeps saying derogatory things about my religion. You know what I'm saying? So she was basically trying to say in so many words that, you know, he's been talking to other women and he was fucking his baby mama. And, you know, she bringing up shit from ancient, ancient history, TK. She going back mm-hmm. 10 years. So I said, I said, you know what? I think we're in a space where I've done things wrong that you're in a space where you're just trying to get me back. And she's like, no, it's not that, but you this and you that. So the last thing she said was, you know what, Gene, this nigga is not really no Muslim. The only time he's a Muslim is when he's in jail. And when she said that, TK, I lost it, and I hit I hit my wife. And that was the first time that has happened in the whole 12 years of marriage, TK. Mm-hmm. So when I hit her, she was like, you got to go. So I walk out now. When she when when this happens, she tells the kids to come out, and the kids can see that we done had a big fight, which I didn't want them to see. But anyway, TK, um, I just go in the garage, I get my car, and I drive off. Now, she's not talking to me. Like I called once, um, I apologize, this and that. But basically, her and I are communicating through Gene now because she know I respect Gene. You know what I'm saying? And she's just saying that you know. She still is not admitting um, what she did wrong, but I don't think we we getting back together, Gene. And um, I'm a, yeah, I'm a and I'm gonna tell you why. Family now, man. I'm gonna give you two sides of this coin. Okay, I'm gonna give you two sides of this coin, and you got to choose which side you want. Okay, you got to decide if you want it back. I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you how to get it back. Okay. But you gotta follow it to the T. Okay. I mean, if you do anything different, you're not gonna get it. Okay. All right. Okay. Can I so can I one, can I tell you what I've been doing since everything happened? Here? Yeah. Let me hear what you've been okay. doing. Okay. Since everything happened, um, she's been saying basically to Jean that you know she don't want me no more. She's over with. And I don't want him coming here to the house. Uh, I done filed the protection order. Like, she went, like, all the way, like, overboard. Mm-hmm. So, so because what happened was, when everything happened, I was still texting my wife. So I'm like, look, I'm going to go to Charleston for a while. I'm going to cool out down there. I got a friend down there. I said, then after that, I'm going to fly up to Jersey. I said, I'm going to just clear my head for a couple of weeks. So my wife was like, okay. I sent her a screenshot of my itinerary to flight everything. She knows I'm leaving town. Okay. Oh my God. She was she was like, Look, are you gonna still support the girls and me if we don't get together? And I said, Sure. So I don't know if she's trying to test the water or whatever, but she tells Jean she tells Jean that she needs a certain amount of money, whatever it was. So I sent it to her. So as soon as I send her the money, it's like, you know, she's still telling Jean that, you know, we we ain't working it out, so I just want to let you know. But I've still been taking care of her, taking care of her and my girls since all this happened. But okay, we so here we go. One, and we have. Go ahead. One, you got to get, you got to take Gene out the picture. That's okay. the first thing you got to do. Okay. Because 
it's, I'm not going to say it can happen, but it could. Gina want to start fucking your, your wife. And these well, are facts. No, no, no. Just leave me out. I'll let you talk now. Okay. You got now. You got to let me talk. You got to cut Gina out of your situation because when a man is transparent, other man's information going back and forth, sometimes that guy and girl can build a bond. Mm-hmm. You don't want them to have a bond. Mm-hmm. You do not want them to have a bond. Okay, now, because TK, the only reason they, I got he, Jean involved now is because she's saying that she got a protection order, and I can't call yes, her. Yes, it's okay. I'm going to tell you that, I'll tell you how to handle that in a minute. Okay. So you got to get them out because even if they don't want to fuck with each other, it could happen. Okay. It's human nature. Okay. So you want to avoid that. Okay. Two, you got to let her go for at least a year to two years. You got to act like you're not interested. This is because something so small, but it's going to work if you listen to me. Reverse psychology. Okay. See, you hit her, but you keep calling like nothing happened. And when no, some people calling. get hit, I stopped calling. Yeah. Let me finish. I don't even want you to talk no more until I'm done. Okay. When people get hit, mm-hmm. they're never the same. Mm-hmm. They're never the same. Three, mm-hmm. you have a lot of baggage as far as all these different issues with hoes and confusion mm-hmm. and baby mamas. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Too much. And mm-hmm. by you hitting her, gave her the exit to bring all that shit up. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I've been saying for a whole week. You you self-inflicted your own pain. Mm-hmm. You did it to yourself. Nobody did it to you. You did it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what you got to do now is hold yourself accountable. Know that you did it so you can live with yourself. Okay. Because you're not going to get her back right away. Okay. And even if you got back with her, you're going to meet somebody else anyway that you're going to wind up leaving her anyway, somewhere down the line anyway, because you're not built to be with one woman. That's not who you are. And you keep lying to yourself. You keep lying to yourself that I want to be with this woman, I want to be with that woman, but that's not who you are. Yeah, TK, when I hear you talk to other people giving them advice, I feel like you talk to me, and I heard you make a statement one day, and I believe it's true. You said marriage is for squares that work nine to fives, like guys right. that are doing certain things that's not really for them, and I feel like, God damn, the brother's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like if you're a nine to five type nigga, mm-hmm. oh, man, marriage is beautiful because you come home, your wife is there, kids are there, you, you're situated. Mm-hmm. But you're everywhere, and you're, what I'm hearing is that you are trying to enjoy life at the same time and also being something that you're not. You're not a husband. You're not a husband. Okay. You're just a good guy that thinks okay. that you're a husband because society has brainwashed most of us in this world to try to pretend we're something that we're not. Okay. Most people pretend they're married. Most people pretend that they're happy. I see it every day when I travel this world. Mm-hmm. I hear it when people are getting divorced. I hear it when I think people think they get married. I know. I got. I think I said this a couple of weeks ago on the on the podcast that um, I know a couple in Ohio is getting married, but they broke. But mm-hmm. the girls who are in the wedding know that this girl is broke. Mm-hmm. And they still turn the cheek knowing that this relationship is going to go down the tubes. Mm-hmm. And that's the the mindset of the mind. Right? Mm-hmm. The mindset of the human mind is amazing. From a man wanting to be a woman from a man who wants to be married. Let me prove my point. A man who's a female now 
will make you change your way of thinking by saying, no, I'm not a guy no more. I'm a girl. But make you want to change, but that's not the facts, right? The fact is, no, I know you as a man. Mm-hmm. And he's saying to you, no, I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. It's just like a person pulling up in the Toyota Camry. And they say to you, yo, this is a Bentley. And mm-hmm. you'll say, Nick, you motherfucking crazy. This is a Toyota Camry. Yeah. And you go, no, dog. It's a motherfucking Toyota Camry. And the person says, nah, it's a Bentley. Mm-hmm. You're not going to change your thought, right? To say, no. yeah, you're right, dog. That is a motherfucker Bentley, and I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying about the human mind, how people pretend to be something that they're not. They pretend they can start a business and are not financially prepared. People mm-hmm. want to invest in companies but not prepared to have a profit and loss, to have a, a, um, a, a game plan from A to Z, a business proposal. Mm-hmm. You out here winging it. Yeah. You not really want to be married, so you got to stop lying. So let that girl go. She did you favor. Listen mm-hmm. to me. She did you a favor, yo. Because you really? would have left her anyway. She I, just I, beat I, you to it. I don't, I don't think I would have left her, TK. I would have stayed. You would have left her, fam. You wouldn't have left her now, but you would have left her because your track record speaks that way. And you have already thought about hitting this woman before you hit her. And let me explain to you what I mean. Most men, when they hit their wives, the woman had been slick somewhere down the line with her fucking tone mm-hmm. or her answers, the way she talks. And you and you're mm-hmm. here like, man, I'm going to have to smack this bitch one day. Mm-hmm. And that one day came, and you smacked her. You already knew you was going to smack her one day. You saw mm-hmm. it months, years ago mm-hmm. that you was going to smack her. I bet you everything, I, everything I'm telling you right now, I bet my life on I'm right mm-hmm. because of the mouthpiece she has on her. Mm-hmm. She got a mouthpiece on her. And you always had to bite your tongue. And you knew long time ago, man, I'm going to smack this bitch. Mm-hmm. And it happened. And when it happened, you were shocked and embarrassed because you didn't want to hit her. But she said the right thing at the, she said the wrong thing at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. And it happened. And that's mm-hmm. what's so crazy about when we're in these relationships. We see the shit get ready to happen. So now because you hit her and you saw it was going to happen, you're chasing her to forgive you. Mm-hmm. So you got Gene, a man who you respect, a man who you trust, to go in between. Now, the thing is, like I said, it can lead to something else with him and her. Mm-hmm. But Gene is tired, too. Gene is a mm-hmm. grown man. He got his own shit he got to deal with. But so they're in two different parts of the country. But you say, I, I know what you're saying, though. I know what you're saying, TK. Yeah, yeah, but even though, yeah, just follow the story. He has his own issues in life. Yeah. So now you got to take your phone call. Listen to your situation for 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Then talk to her. Mm-hmm. Listen to her shit for 30, 40 minutes. Then come back and talk to you. Then you got some money she don't want to talk to you. Find out in your heart what you think you can send every month. She take you to corporate child support yet? No. It's coming. Really? It's coming. It's okay. coming. I'm letting you know that shit right now. It's coming. Okay. So what you want to do, if you can, beat her to it. Go put yourself on child support. Because what men need to understand... See, the reason why men get upset with child support Mm -hmm. because the bitch served you papers first. So she had called the shots when she's in court. Mm -hmm. I'm giving you the game, yo. Okay. Put yourself on child support. And when you go to court, the ball is in your court. Okay. You run the shots. Now, let's say your finance is not right. They have people in the court system that can help you 
put things okay. together to fight your case. Okay. And you're not really trying to fight your case. You just want joint custody. Right. And let me tell you why you want joint custody. You want joint custody so you have to pay child support. Okay. So that's 50-50, but you're in a different state, though, right? Or y'all you're in the same state where? Well, my other question to you was, TK, we was living down in North Carolina together, and I was asking you, do you think I need to get out of North Carolina? Because I was going to move to California or back up to Jersey. I was, you know, I was trying to figure out, was it not healthy for me to be in the same city and state with them? Like, yeah, you should move. Off. Yeah, okay. you should move. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I sent you, you some pictures of all of us, TK, so you can have a, a graphic picture of what I'm what I'm going. Yeah, I don't like. want to see the pictures yet. What I wanted you okay. to do is I want you to move, okay. because you have this tendency to relapse. Okay. You relapse, and you'll get jealous if you see her with another guy. Okay. That's just who your nature is. I already, I can hear it. I already know. You'll okay. get jealous. Okay. So let her go on with her life, fam. And you basically, you're going to start over. Okay. You're going to take, you're going to take care of your children. You're going to be honest with women in the front. You're going to let them know how many kids you have. Okay. And you're going to be true to yourself. Okay. And be happy because you're not happy. Okay. You can, How did you, you know all this, man? Huh? How did you know all this, man? No, nah, I'm just saying. You're pretending to be happy. You're pretending to be happy, yo. I was happy with the children and her, though, TK. Uh, but it just didn't no, you was, you thought you was happy with the kids because if you was happy, if you really was happy, you would have never touched it. If you really was happy, she would have never had nothing on you because you would have okay. been content. She wouldn't have been able to build a case against you. Okay. But see, she's a smart girl. Let me tell you what she did. She didn't hit you over the head over little shit. She just put all everything together. Mm -hmm. And then when it exploded, she brought up all the shit at one time. And yep. don't that it's the scenario of the Fed. See, the state hit you on little one. charges. Yeah. <laughs> Those motherfuckers, they watch you for five years. But the feds, they yeah. build a case against it, and that bitch built a case against it. So there's nothing you could do to change her mind because she put all this together for years. That's my point. <clears throat> That's why she said to you, you only a fake Muslim when you're in jail. Mm -hmm. And it got to you. Because mm -hmm. she's been watching you. Mm -hmm. See? She's been watching you. And the fact is, you probably was being like that in her eyes. You, gotta, you, gotta, you, you have to respect the person that's doing the observation, whether they're mm -hmm. right or wrong. Okay. So by her saying what she's saying, but the things she's saying what she's saying, be careful how you move around people because... Tupac said it best. All you got to do is sit around and watch people who mm -hmm. pretend. Okay. And eventually they'll show you who they really are. So if you was truly what you were, you'd have never had that on you. If you truly was who you say you wanted to be, you'd have never had different bitches. And, and I'm quite sure you ain't telling me everything. Some things you only got caught about. Because this is like you seem a little sloppy. You seem like you're a little careless. So she don't court you throughout the years on other little shit. But mm -hmm. you're talking to TK now. Mm -hmm. And my goal is to put you in position to make you happy. I want you to be happy. So okay. move. Go get a job. And find peace of mind. And okay. everything will come to you, fam. Money will come to you. Health to come to you. And how old are you now? Uh, 48. Oh, yeah. So you just became a man at 45. And to the people who are listening, I'm going to tell them why I'm saying that. Most people think because they got a dick or they grown, that makes them a man. I figured out in my journey 
that most people only become a man at 45 because you need 25 to 30 years of experience on this earth to make great decisions called equity. In my words, it's called wisdom, mm-hmm. right? You got to have wisdom to survive in this game. It makes you tough. You got to understand about life. You got to know how to control the climate of the room. So what you got to do is all your experiences that you've gone through has taught you how to move forward. It's a blueprint for you. Okay. You got good kids, you're going to treat your kids good. When you don't have no money, I want you to be honest and say, I don't have it right now, but give me a week or so. Or if you guys need something, give me a two weeks notice so I can get it together because I want to always try to be there for you. Mm-hmm. That way she can never have nothing on you when it comes to the kids. If there's a birthday coming and you can't make your birthday, you say to the kid, I can't make it, but I'm going to send you something. You're going to mm-hmm. send them something. So never say something that you can't do, but also be a man and say, I can't do it. You okay. hear me? Okay. Because she'll build a case. All your baby mamas, they'll mm-hmm. all do it against you. So you're always honest because if you're honest, they can never say, oh, that nigga be lying all the time. He ain't going to do nothing. But if you mm-hmm. say, I can't do it, if you okay. tell the truth, can't nobody hold nothing on you because you always have been honest. And if you haven't been honest in your friendship and your relationship, when you do talk to them one day, I want you to say, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm getting my spiritual growth together, which is Muslim, whatever. But you can't use the Muslim card anymore because you burnt it out. Mm. You burnt that out. And, I, I, you know, I told you, I rocked in Philadelphia for years, you mm-hmm. know. And I'm not saying that brothers are fake or the women are fake with the with the nice bodies that got some fucking capes on and shit and and they mm-hmm. take that shit up. Like, God damn, bitch, you finding them up. Like, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. But my point that I'm making to you, you burnt out the Asalaamu Alaikum. Mm-hmm. You can't even use that card no more. Don't even bring that up because that's not going to work. And it's not going to work with the other women that you're going to approach and say, I'm this Muslim brother. I move a certain way. Because that's how you pull most of the bitches that you have pulled. Mm-hmm. Because you was given a... a vision of what you really want to be but you're not that person yet and that's okay. the difference TK can I ask you a question when when my wife got out that car and proceeded to talk to this nigga for 10 minutes how would you have handled that it doesn't matter what I would have done or what you would have done she had totally lost respect for you oh, okay. you put yourself okay. in that position okay she did that because she didn't have respect for you no more. Okay. But you have to say to yourself, okay, I deserve it. But she didn't have to do it like, like so brutally like that and disrespectful. Okay. Because y'all still, when y'all in each other's presence, you still got to show respect. Right. But she did that because of something you did. Okay. Either that month or a year ago. Oh, you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what she did. You know what she told me, TK. She was like, when you went over there to. uh get those airpods from your boy's wife uh i didn't know what she was doing i said but babe if it was something to listen why do you think i would i would have i wouldn't have taken you with me i took you with me to put your mind at ease so you knew nothing was going on but in her mm-hmm. mind she said she thought i had something going on with my boy's wife i'm like huh well you kind of did and i'm going to tell you what she saw she saw you giggling and laughing and talking and really being very, very, very fucking polite. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't laughing, women, but it, yeah, go ahead. But you was being very, very polite. Mm-hmm. And you didn't go just get the uh, the pause and just leave. You stood there and talked. No, 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 TK. That, I was there maybe twenty seconds, thirty tops. I said hi. Okay, but have you seen the woman before? Have you? And that was the yeah. first time seeing. You? No, 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 no. Is no, the lady no. is the lady very attractive? Uh, my wife's never seen her before. No, it, seen her. Oh, even when you went there, she never saw her. Well, here's what happened. I don't know if you're familiar with the Concord Mall outside of Charlotte TK. That mall is huge. And what happened was right. where, she parked, where she parked and said she was, she was really a few yards away. So 
I parked one place, and when I actually saw where she was, like, I had to walk over, like, quite a few spaces, and she was so far away that my wife and kids couldn't see me no more. So I don't know if my wife's mind started racing or assuming certain things. Exactly. She probably thought she was hiding something. Yeah. Yeah. Because you had already built the non-trust factor by then. Okay. So that just even made you look more suspicious. This nigga up to something again. Or this nigga being slick again. Or he's doing mm-hmm. something. He don't want me to see her. Yeah, mm-hmm. you took her. Yep. She'll say that. You, you can say that all day. Yep, you took her. But she didn't see the female. Okay. And by it just being innocent, being far away, it made you look bad. Okay. So when shit hits the fan, she had built that case against you. Mm-hmm. And she brought up every fucking thing you could imagine. And in your head, you're saying to yourself, damn, bitch, why are you bringing that up? Mm-hmm. But that's what women do. They bring shit up on you when you have done wrong. They bring shit up on you when they have tolerated your bullshit for years. Mm-hmm. They do that. Okay. And then they sit back and wait until you fuck up. Okay. And you did the cardinal sin. Mm-hmm. You hit her. Mm-hmm. And all women in the world, when they want to get out of a relationship and the man hits them, they can use that forever. Because mm-hmm. that's what they tell their friends. Oh, that nigga hit me. And then people gravitate towards them, right? Mm-hmm. What? He hit you? Mm-hmm. And that gives them an advantage over you. Because yeah, you, big guy, guy, you hit her. You're mm-hmm. a horrible person. Mm-hmm. You're horrible. This is what they're saying to mm-hmm. you about you. Mm-hmm. So let her go, yo. See your kids when you can't put them cards. Say hello to them. But don't be blowing her up. I want to see you. I miss you. But if you do this, and now you go get your life together and become a better man. Okay. Whatever that is. Good job. Get a trade. Mm-hmm. And become the better version of what you are today. Okay. Two things are going to happen. She might accept you back, but what I feel you won't like her no more because you grew, you grew, you became a better person. So your taste in hoes is different. Okay. Now, if you get your spirit together, your mind together, stay focused, and you do want to get in a relationship, and the way I see women gravitate towards you, you're going to fuck around and get a woman that's a motherfucking multimillionaire. Now, mm-hmm. watch this. If that happens, your baby mama going to motherfucking trip. You come back a winner, nigga. So what I'm trying to tell you, come back a winner. Okay. Come back a winner. Not that you're trying to be with her. She really gave you a chance, yo. She did you a favor. I'm telling okay. you, she did you okay. a favor. I'm going to say okay. that one more time. She did you a favor. Thank you, okay. bitch. You let me out of my contract. I'm out. Okay. I wish you the best. But hold on for a second. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkland Podcast. Listen, traveling all over the world. You got a story, make sure you reach out to me. This young man right here, I guarantee you when I say this, if he listens to everything I just told him, his life's going to be 1,000% better. Hartford, Connecticut. Make sure you check me out this week coming up at the world-famous Funny Bone on this Friday and Saturday. On Thursday, catch me at the um, Funny Bone in um, Albany, New York. And on the 8th, June 8th, check me out in Syracuse at the um, Funny Bone and Improv up there, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, these stories is always amazing, and I hope that this can change somebody's life that's listening in Australia, London, Paris, um, Dubai, Rotterdam, Birmingham, 
and not Birmingham, Alabama, Birmingham, the UK. All right. Um, shout out to Mijan Du Jour, um, Bath Body Oil, Scents, all these types of things, ladies and gentlemen. And shout out to um, Devon Jewelers, um, doing a thing around the world. And this has been the TK Kirkland Podcast once again. Tell the world about this podcast because this podcast can change your motherfucking life. I wish you the best. You got my number. Thanks for being patient with me. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon. Stay focused. I will, bro. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.